0: We're very thankful today to be joined by Illinois State Representative Dr. Paul Jacobs. Paul, thanks for the time.
1: Uh, absolutely. Well, we appreciate uh, you inviting us on.
0: I got the press release last week that you have formally announced you're going to be running for re-election, representing the uh, 118th District. Um, was there really any question in your mind about whether or not to uh, seek re-election?
1: No, not at all. Um it's, you know, it's kind of funny because as soon as you get out of uh, sessions, you're immediately campaigning. So we've been campaigning all summer. Uh, so I, I guess I hadn't really thought too much about it, except, yeah, we're going to continue. So I think we're doing a lot of good.
0: How do you feel like your time in uh, office has been to this point? Is there anything specific that you are uh, particularly happy that you were able to accomplish or be involved with?
1: You know, it almost, it's not countless because we as as conservatives are limited in how many bills we get passed. But, you know, if you go back, we were instrumental. I had one of the bills that was up for simple things a few years ago, like the, the uh, TA trailers had gone from 18 bucks all the way up to 118 bucks. You know, and we were instrumental in helping on that, getting that back down to, uh, uh, thir- oh, yeah, we got back down to, what, $36. We couldn't get it all the way to 18 but we got that down. We also have the big, big, big trouble with catalytic converters theft in the state of Illinois. I think the state of Illinois is leading uh, catalytic converter theft, so we're number one in a, a few things. Uh, it is 2500 to 5000 to replace a catalytic converter on a bus or on your car or anything else. So we get that bill passed. It is just... Uh, you can't just bring a catalytic converter that you just cut off of somebody's car into the recyclers. You've got to bring the car in and a VIN number and photographs, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, it, it, that's going to be a benefit. And it's those types of things that I think are, are extremely beneficial. Uh, telehealth, for, telehealth for optometry, for dentistry, for medicine. Uh, we, we realized that we needed something other than just in-person exams uh, during COVID. We, we had to figure out some way of doing something. And so we came up with some really good telehealth measures, Uh, And there have been a number of of other measures that I'm I'm very proud that we were able to be part of or actually instrumental in. Uh, You know, we did the, I think we talked about before, uh, down at Fort Defiance, the toll house uh, was, it's been maintained since 1948 uh, by the state. Uh, They've had a few things in there, but it's never really been an operational anything. So we got a bill passed. Uh, with, uh, with the help of our Democrat friends, and we're able to sell that. Uh, I believe that the sale is still going on to a company that processes COPI. Uh, and the Kopi if you remember, we renamed Asian carp Kopi. So they, they're, they're going to bring between 5 and 20 jobs as they start up and, and, and work, not counting the fishermen that will be, be fishing all through the Ohio and the Mississippi. So those are little things that we're going with. The port is still working. Uh, you know, we're working on some things with TAMs that I think are going to be uh, very possibly uh, uh, done. I think Show is going to still be operational in a different fashion. But it's going to be, have more employees, uh, probably with higher income. So it's, there's been a lot of, a lot of, a lot, lot of good things that we've gotten done. Unfortunately, some of the liberal pro- progressive things are also done, and it doesn't help our conservative cause much.
0: Illinois State Representative Paul Jacobs is with us today. Uh, Sometime earlier this year, I was in the Capitol building with you and Rhoda, and um, on your lapel uh, suit coat, on your lapel, you often wear a pin that is a um, replica of little bitty baby's feet. And um, I think you use that to have some conversations about pro-life issues
1: absolutely that's, that's that's the feet the size of the feet at uh, uh 12 weeks and uh actually i have one of those on every one of my suits so I don't forget to pa- to transfer um it's 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 amazing to me that we're going the directions that we're going in the state of illinois um, i think pro-life uh, it well you know to, to those of us that it's a core core issue uh, it's very difficult to, to talk with people other than people that are also pro-life, you know. Um, it's it is sad, but, uh, you know, it's a fact of life. We have, we have those issues that are never going to be agreed upon. It uh, doesn't mean that we can't do other issues, but that one's a tough one. The Second Amendment, of course, is a tough one. Truly real balanced budgets. Uh, Fiscal responsibility; those are all things that are are difficult for us to uh, to to discuss at at length because they're so so wide widely different in opinions. It is nice, though. I often tell people, you don't think that we're working together, but all the bills that we get passed, and ninety four percent ninety four percent of the bills that we pass in the state house are bipartisan and almost entirely unanimous so you know that's the 94 percent that we're extremely proud of and those ones that help our district the state etc but that other six percent that's the part that everybody always hears about in the press that's the abortion second amendment etc so you know we're we're not going to please everybody but we're going to we're sure going to work hard on the ones that our core uh, states we can't change from but we still want to work across the aisle and make sure we get other things passed
0: so uh Paul, I understood before we got on the air to uh record this interview that there's some issues regarding professional licensure in the state of Illinois. Tell me what's up yes
1: that that has turned into whether well, there have been a lot of uh, constituents over this last year that have called their their delays three months six month delays on getting licenses I mean this is everything from surveyors to nurses to uh, you know, engineers, uh, salon operators, barbers—you name it—are uh, all lumped together in there. But I think that the most critical, being an optometric physician, if we don't and medicine doesn't get licenses quickly through the system, uh, you're going to have a, a, you're going to have many people, many physicians that are very qualified to practice here. Well, we got licensed in Indiana first, or we got licensed in Missouri first. We're gonna we're gonna just go there. We don't want to turn these people away, and we were assured uh, by professional licenses that, that it was going to be uh, seven months, eight months. We've got a new program. It's going to be really hunky gory It's going to be perfect. Well, it turns out this last week we did have a a meeting, and, it, and and that particular program isn't working, and we're back to square one. And we're saying, well, how how long is it going to be now? Well, it could be. It could be twenty more months in the procurement process. So, I think we're working. We're going to work. I've talked with most of the people on both sides of the aisle that need to be involved in this. But I know that as a physician, my license is coming up in March. If it if it doesn't get redone, that affects malpractice. That affects all the panels of the insurance companies that I'm on. Uh, that would make it where we couldn't see people. So it's a critical. Emergency that we need to do right now, and uh, I think that from what I've gathered from all of my uh, friends on the Democrat side and friends on the Republican side, it's probably going to come up in veto session, and we're going to try to straighten out the mess because you can't have you can't have your licenses not renewed. Uh, you know, it just it it, it it just it's it's you just can't, and that of course is going to make it terrible for patients if you can't if you can't see your, your your physician and just take a pharmacist you know pharmacists if they can't work at, at Walgreens and Walmart and all of our private uh, pharmacies because their license isn't renewed how are you going to do your how are you going to get your medications and so it's it's a real far-reaching thing that wasn't thought out very well we I'm still trying to figure out and I, know, I know all the legislators are trying to figure out well how how could we possibly get this kind of a mess, but I think we're going to straighten it out. I, you know, I have a lot of faith in the bicameral bipartisanship that we do do uh, in the state house, and I think that all of us realize that it is—it's um, it's going to be taken care of. It is something that we we have got to keep an eye on.
0: Illinois State Representative Paul Jacobs is with us today. He has announced that he is running for. Re-election, uh, Paul. Do you have any events coming up that you want to plug before we let you go?
1: Well, you know what? We're out, out and about. If you see us in the car, knocking on your door, we're, we're, we're getting our signatures. Um, we want to have plenty of signatures to make sure that everything goes well. Uh, I'm hoping that we don't uh, end up with any kind of a primary, which would be nice. But we're ready for anything. If 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 uh, that happens, we're ready. Uh, I don't have any events at this very moment. Um, because we are working very hard through this month. And then, of course, in, in, in uh, around Thanksgiving, we turn all that, all of them in. There are a couple of events that are coming up in Williamson County and, and Anna down in Union County. Um, but their they're events, they're, if we get something going, we're going to put it on Facebook and we'll, we'll advertise it.
0: Fantastic, Representative. Thank you so much for your time. We hope you have a great day.
1: We will. You too, Will. It's always a pleasure.